Greetings and salutations. Welcome to day 10 of the CPNT Show Black Music Month 30 series. I am, of course, your host, Chris Stevens, here on the Chris Pods and Things podcast. Hopefully, y'all have been enjoying the series so far, and today we are going to Vallejo, California, in the Bay Area, where a great band that was influenced by Sly and the Family Stone and Tower of Power first cut their teeth, then they moved to Memphis and became studio musicians at Stax, then went on to release 11 albums in 13 years together. Of course, I'm talking about Confunction, and I'm talking about their fourth Mercury record album, Candy. Candy was released in May of 1979. It was their fourth album for Mercury Records. They recorded two independently while they were living and working in Memphis, Tennessee. They were signed to Mercury in 1976. They hit the ground running, didn't really get off to a good start on the first Confunction album, but then Secrets hit because of fun. Then Love Shine did well because of Shake and Dance With Me, and Candy is really where Confunction's musicality is on display, not just from, you know, an instrumentation and a playing standpoint, but from a songwriting and vocal standpoint. There's, of course, Chase Me. Chase Me is the song that people most closely identify with Confunction that isn't Love Strain. Of course, Love Strain now is back on the charts thanks to the Soul Sonic cover, but as far as when you pick a song that is like a defining song for a band, Chase Me is it for Confunction. First time I ever heard Chase Me was seeing next Friday in the movie theaters with my boys when I was 18 years old. We went to a we went to Brandywine Town Center here in Wilmington, Delaware, which of course was the stop for black kids in the city. I mean, yeah, you could have gone to Tri-State, but Tri-State was on the decline at that time. You could have went to Christiana, but that was a long drive and your parents weren't going to take you out there. And the person that had a car, parents probably weren't going to let them drive out there. <laughs> but for yes, the first time I heard Chase Me was, of course, when Debo and Tyrone break out of prison and they're looking for Craig. And I was like, wow, this is an interesting sound. And then, of course, you look through the credits and then there's Chase Me by Confunction. And I was like, I've got to find this song. And, of course, it was one of those songs that was on those funk and disco CD compilations at the time. That is when I became a Confunction fan at 18 years old. Then, of course, the Internet comes along. I mean, the Internet was always around, but I had gotten my own computer in college and I had discovered the wonders that is file sharing. <laughs> and I downloaded every Confunction album I possibly could. And I really became a huge fan of that band. And, and Chase Me is where it starts. It is a dance floor jam. The drums are happening. There's a flute solo in the middle. Sheila E is on timbales. It is a great song. And it's about chasing somebody onto the dance floor. Like, let's party. And, you know, chase me. Chase me through the night. And that song also proves that Confunction had two lead singers because Felton Pilot is the one with the higher voice. You know, he's the one that can go a little higher. And Michael Cooper is the one that has like the rock star grunt and growl. And Michael Cooper, of course, is the one that delivered the greatness that is Love's Train. But Felton Pilot sings most of the leads on Candy. They share on Chase Me and they harmonize on Not Ready, which is one of the better slow jams in the Confunction catalog. There's another one on this album that's tremendous, and we'll get to that in a minute. Confunction is, as a band, this is when they really start to hit their stride. Secrets was a good album. Love Shine was better. Candy, I don't know if I could call Candy their peak, 
but it was definitely the album that let everyone know that these dudes from Vallejo are no joke. Of course, coming from the Bay Area, you couldn't slack off. I mean, there was Tower of Power, probably the greatest horn-driven band of all time. Sly and the Family Stone, one of the greatest bands, period. Funk, rock, soul, pop, any genre. You can put Sly and them up there with anybody. With anybody. So coming from that, you knew you had to represent. And Confunction's story is so interesting because they were just a bunch of teenagers playing, you know, like state fairs. And by the time they were 20, they were backing Rufus Thomas for Soul Stacks. And then they were backing the Soul Children. They got it out the mud. They went and recorded for Stacks, being studio musicians, then going out on the road and doing their own stuff. People back then just wanted to play the music and sing the music. Everything else that comes with it now is just a byproduct of the times changing. But back then, you had to go out on the road and get it. And Confunction definitely went out on the road and got it. The first Mercury album didn't do very well. Then they got an ace in the hole in the late Skip Scarborough, who, of course, produced stuff for Earth, Wind & Fire, Mother's Finest, Bill Withers, The Emotions. He's one of the great unsung producers of that era. And Paul Harrell on the Confunction Unsung said... Confunction was a well-cooked meal, but Skip added all the herbs and spices. And that literally just meant that this is a guy with a proven hand who knows how to get hits out of people. And if we shut up and listen to him, maybe we can have some hits on our own. And then that started with the Secrets album. But Candy overall, I feel like, is where you get the best out of Confunction. And then, of course, I mean, of course they had great albums after that. Spirit of Love, Touch, Seven, and To The Max all did very, very well. But... Candy is where you get the best of Confunction as far as, you know, songwriting, instrumentation, just straight up musicianship. It's a great album. It's absolutely a great album. And they mix everything up so well. Like there's never a moment where you feel this is going off the rails or you never feel it's going to lean to one side too much. Like you get your dance tracks, you get your funk, you get your disco, but you also get your quiet storm in your soul. And that brings me to Let Me Put Love On Your Mind. I said years ago, that is a throw somebody up against the wall and you know what song. <laughs> I don't think I have to explain myself any further than that. But it's a great guitar solo, great strings that Skip arranged. And Felton Pilot is singing. He has his high parts, but he sings in a little bit of a lower tenor. Because he's really trying to get this woman to see you can't keep hiding from your feelings your whole life through. You know, you need, when are you going to let somebody love you? When are you going to put love on your mind? And that song, of, among all the confunction ballads, it's probably one of the most underrated, probably because the guitar is a little loud, but it proves a point. Like, this is a song made for sex, pretty much. Like, it just triggers something primal in you that, you know, it's, it's nasty time. It's time to get busy. And that is one of the Confunction songs that people come back to when they're true fans of the band. Like, wow, I forgot how good this was. And then there are people that are discovering Confunction. Like, wow, they really used to get busy. Sure did. Sure did. And Main Slice is probably my second favorite tr dance track on the album. Skip is playing clavinet on that one. It's not Michael Cooper's guitar. It's not Felton Pilot's guitar. It is Skip on clavinet. And it helps that the horn section in that is just so fifth quarter HBCU band level. Like, you can listen to that and wonder if somebody had gotten a hold of this in 1979 or 1980 that you might have heard it at a halftime show somewhere in the South. Or in the Bay Area, of course. 
overall, Candy is the album, again, that I feel gives you the best of Confunction. This is when, you know, the drums were still alive. Rest in peace to Lewis McCall. You know, the horns, the horn section of Paul Harrell, Carl Fuller, Felton. Of course, Felton was playing horns at the time as well. Coop and Cedric Martin on guitar and bass. You get the best in Confunction on that album. It is literally the album that says, we've got it all together now. We're here for a while. And they would be there for a while. They ended up recording together until 1986 when, uh, if you remember remember the Unsung episode, that (laughs) Lewis and Felton got into a, a disagreement and Felton walked out. And then by the time the last Mercury album came about, Michael Cooper had a solo deal with Warner Brothers and he jumped ship. And that was the last time Confunction in their original lineup performed together. But 1979 was probably the halcyon years for Confunction as a band is when you hear a band from a strong regional background. You know, the musicality is evident. The songwriting is evident. The vocals are good. This is a band that among their time, and this is the early 70s and 1980s, when bands were in deep competition. Like, you had to be good to hit the charts. You had to be good to be on the radio. Like, there are a lot of one-offs and one-hit wonders that just never really popped because there was so much competition in the band realm. Think about it. Off the rip, Earth, Wind & Fire, Osley Brothers, Parliament Funkadelic, Commodores, Ohio Players, BT Express, MFSB, Mother's Finest, Casey and the Sunshine Band, Switch, Like, we could go on for days talking about bands in the 70s and 80s, and I think we'll actually do an episode on that at some point. Maybe I'll have somebody guest star with me on on that particular podcast to discuss it. But yeah, bands were in heavy competition in the 70s and 80s, man. Early 80s, I'll say. And the next band we'll talk about will probably be an 80s band that has a little bit of an interesting history as far as, you know, coming along at possibly the wrong time in the shift in instrumentation in black music. That's probably who we'll be talking about next. That being said, Candy. It's an album you want to listen to if you're cruising down the highway, if you're chilling at home. It's not a perfect album because perfection didn't really exist in the 70s for the most part. Every band has like one mulligan. And I don't even think, I'm not, I'm, and I'm not calling Candy a mulligan, obviously. It's probably the one of the top three albums in Confunction's entire discography and probably one of the better ones of the late 70s and early 80s. But you can't just ascribe perfection to something just because you enjoy it. And granted, this is what this series is about. It's just me talking about the albums that I enjoy the most. And I think probably the only thing that could have made Candy a little better is that there were more slow jams. Like, there's two traditional slow jams on there. There's Not Ready and, oh, oh, I love Not Ready. Not Ready's horn line is perfect. That is a perfect horn riff. And not ready. Like there's a breakdown in the middle where after Felton and Cooper singing something about you, honey, it's got me kind of funny, makes me weak. And then they go into this, you know, this horn solo. Like yeah, just go listen to Not Ready. Unfortunately, it's not on stream. Most of the Confunction records are not on Spotify. And I'm not buying title. It's the principle of title. I have to tell you why I won't buy title another time. But yeah, if you can find, you know, Confunction stuff on YouTube, I highly recommend you do. You'll be pleasantly surprised at just how good that band was for so long. 
And finally, Candy is just an album that I highly recommend you listen to. If you like Bay Area funk, if you like slow jams, if you like dance floor stuff, if you like listening out for little things like great guitar, great horns, drummer that's in the pocket, you'll definitely enjoy Candy. And that will do it for day 10 of the CPNT show Black Music Month 30 series. Greatly appreciate y'all for listening. As always, subscribe to us on Spotify, Chris Pods and Things. Search for that as a sentence. Look for us on anchor.fm, anchor.fm forward slash C-H-R-I-S-P-O-D, the letter N-T-H-A-N-G-S. Thank y'all for listening. Check y'all out tomorrow for day 11 of the Black Music Month series. Thank you.